Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Good morning. Happy Monday to you. Welcome into another week here on the program. Hope that your day is starting off well. Hope your weekend went okay. How'd you get through the snow? I woke up yesterday morning. I shouldn't say yesterday morning. I woke up yesterday afternoon because I stayed awake too much, too late Saturday night. But I woke up at, oh, I don't know, a little bit afternoon, like 12.05. I actually had woken up earlier. Stayed awake for like an hour and then fell back asleep. But I got up and looked outside the window, saw that it was nothing but rain and said, well, there we go. Meteorologists were wrong again, but I'm happy they were. But I knew in the back of my mind that other band was coming through. And when it did, it got us pretty good. A couple of inches on the ground here. Plows were out. Salt trucks were out. Sand trucks were out. So just be aware that there are some icy spots on the road if you are heading out early this morning. But uh, overall, the roads seem pretty clear on my way here. Just, you know, take it slow. Give yourself some extra time. If you didn't dig yourself out before you went to bed last night, you might have to do a little bit of shoveling out. And by now, it's probably ice. So be a little bit more difficult because it was a wet snow. I went out at about maybe about 6.30, 7 o'clock. Just cleared out around the car, cleared off the car. Wasn't too worried about, you know, if there was snow on the ground to try to get through. It was just more what was kind of built up around the wheels and because I knew it was going to freeze and uh, had no problems. Pulled right out, drove right in. So hopefully it's just as easy for you. But if you can wait a little bit longer, go right ahead and do so. Especially if you can wait until the sun is up. Makes it a lot easier to avoid some of those icy patches. And we do have at WBSM.com, if you go to our website there, that's where we have any snow closings and delays. Now, there's nothing really happening this morning, but I'm just telling you this for future reference. Uh, there are a lot of delays going on in Rhode Island because they got snow heavier than we did. But right now, the only thing that I can report for Massachusetts, at least that I'm aware of for the South Coast here, is Seekonk Public Schools have a one-hour delay and no morning preschool. Uh, same with uh, Seekonk Christian Academy. 
I don't know if anybody within the sound of my voice attends Bishop Fian, but if you do, you are delayed an hour. Late bell is at 8.40 a.m. And I see, you know, really nothing else that applies to the South Coast. If you are ever unsure and you want to find out, all you have to do is go to WBSM.com, click on at the top of the page. You'll see snow closings and delays. We will have that up there throughout the course of the winter. Click on that and that will give you the latest information. If you are someone who would want to report a closing or delay, there's also uh, in that particular story and also in the weather tab at the website, there's the option to register for our storm closings. And that is through the Rhode Island Broadcasters Association. They have this nice little widget that we can plug into our website where you report to them when you have a closing or a cancellation. They have a special system in place to make sure that it's actually you and not some kid saying, ah, these schools are closed today. And then once you're all registered, every time that you have a closing or delay, you just log into their system and report it. And this widget reflects it immediately. And that goes on both the WBSM website and the Fun 107 website. It makes it really easy for you because you don't have to call in and leave a message or hope that somebody gets it. It makes it easy for us because we don't have the newsroom staff 24 hours a day. So if this decision is made at 9 o'clock on Sunday night to have a delay or have a, uh, a closing, we can get that information up there at 9.30 at night and not at not have to wait until you know 5.30 in the morning when someone gets here. So it's a much better way to operate, a much more immediate way to get the word out. Most schools these days don't even worry so much about the contacting the media part of things. That's kind of secondary now to putting it out on their own social media, using their robocall system, utilizing the whatever other messaging systems they have, emails, text messages, whatever it may be. But we will keep this service in place for you so that you do have a place to go to to find out if they're... And it's, you know, parking bans, nonprofits can register, health services can register. It's just not for businesses. As I was saying last week, it's 2024. If you are a business that closes because of the weather, you can find ways to alert your employees of that fact. Some businesses have a call-in line, a snow cancellation line that you call, and there's a recorded message that tells you whether or not there's a delay or a closing or if work is scheduled as planned. Others do it through text messages or emails or even their own social media posts. But gone are the days when we're going to read 25 business closings on the radio. I appreciate that you think that we are still that, that form of communication for everybody, but there's, it's, it's unnecessary in this day and age. So you can register for the Rhode Island Broadcasters cancellation list. And I only, we only use the Rhode Island one because Massachusetts doesn't offer the same service. If they did, we would be utilizing their widget, but they don't have the same service. Maybe someday, but for now, it, it doesn't really matter to you whose service it is because it's still there for you at WBSM.com. But I hope you made it through the storm okay. 
There were, I saw on social media, some people who had trouble on the road. People who apparently forgot how to drive in the snow since we haven't had any for a while. But from everything that I've seen, at least in terms of snow-related incidents, things have been okay. We did have the fatal crash in Dartmouth on Friday night in which an 18-year-old New Bedford teenager was killed. I always, it's, it's always hard when you say, I want to say boy, because he was a senior at Greater New Bedford Vogue Tech. I mean, I guess when you're 18, you're technically a man, but he's a teen still, and he's a student still, and they are offering counseling services at Vogue Tech today for anyone who needs it. As schools will do when tragedy strikes. So there'll be more information to come on that. They are working to try to reconstruct the crash and figure out the cause. They are looking for, and we have the story with all the contact info on the website and on the app. If anybody saw this vehicle on Friday night prior to the crash, police are looking to speak with you. They're looking for information. And it's not often that police are looking for information in a crash like this. But they're trying to find out some details that they're not going to be able to get through accident reconstruction. But on Friday night at around 10.35 p.m., police responded to the area of Gulf Road at Smith Neck Road for a single vehicle crash where the people were ejected from the vehicle. And they arrived to find two people in the roadway in a heavily damaged 2022 Honda Accord. So if you were in that area around that time, if you have, if you saw it, if you have any maybe uh, camera footage from outside your home, anything like that, the information to contact the police Looking into this can be found at WBSM.com and on the app. And if you don't have that access, you know, you can call into me and I'll give it to you. But I just, I think someone out there probably saw something. And you can pass on that information to the police. So let's go to the phones, 508-996-0500. Good morning, you're on WBSM. Morning, Jim. How you doing? Good, good. I actually missed what what you were just talking about. Uh, I was discussing the uh, crash, the fatal crash that happened Friday night. Uh, oh, um, I, I wasn't even familiar with that. There was uh, an 18 year old Greater New Bedford Vogue Tech student that was uh, that was killed in a crash. It was he and a 44 year old woman. She has been taken to the hospital. Uh, and is in guarded condition. Gee. Yeah, that's... Wow, that's yeah, that's crazy. Um, so the reason why I was calling was that, that it has something to do with driving, but it has... Wow, that's crazy. Um, so, driving around yesterday, it reminds me that there is, needs to be competency tests 
uh, after you get your license after a certain amount of years. Because the amount of people that I see driving around in the snow yesterday, um, not just even erratically, but without headlights on. Like, it was, it was snowing about an inch an hour, like, late, late into the storm for, like, about an hour and a half. And there are literally people out there with no clue on how to drive. And they're just driving around with no headlights on. You can't even see them coming. And, you know, that it's just it baffles my mind that we don't have a competency test after you get your license. Like, you know, there, there are, there, there's like continuing education kind of classes that you do for different licenses, um, electrical licenses. All your trades pretty much have to go back for continuing education every three years. Yet we have people on the road that have, no, like, completely forgot how to drive since they were 16 years old. And, and it could be as simple as having them, you know, come into the RMV or log into the website and answer a 10-question test, you know, just to remind them of some of the important things and make sure that they have that top of mind. Uh, I, I would have to go further than that. Like, I, I'd, I'd want to see you actually drive the car or drive the truck, you know, a uh, competency test behind the wheel versus just, you know, book knowledge. Because you can pass a test on a, you know, on a book, in a, in a book. But if you if you get behind the wheel and you have no idea how to handle yourself in, in different situations, you, your license should be closed. Absolutely. But I, I mean, well, I say the biggest problem between the seventy. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say the biggest problem with that is they're already backlogged in trying to get people new licenses, let alone you know be able to retest people. Yeah, yeah but I, I you know. I would assume that the even the insurance companies would be behind me on this one where uh you know let's let's retest because it would eliminate the amount of people in crashes and liabilities and all that stuff but man oh man it's like complete brain dead people out there like zombies driving it's just they just it's almost like they just turn the key and drive they don't turn on the uh, that, that so I was pulling out of a out of an area out of a out of a street yesterday. I was three quarters of the way turned into the street, taking a, a, a left, and this guy didn't even want to stop. He literally swerved into oncoming traffic, crossing the double yellow line, and going in, going around me. Just because, just because he probably either didn't see me because he was texting, or he was going too fast, he couldn't uh, slow down in the snow. So it was either that or crash into me. But he had absolutely insanity yesterday. It, it was just. Absolutely crazy. Yeah, I, I think especially as you get up there in age, you definitely, and this will never pass because the politicians know that the uh, the elderly people vote more than anybody, but competency uh, tests after a certain age to just make sure your reflexivity is, is still there to be able to drive. Well, you know what? As you, obviously, what, what as, can... as you get older, your, your, reflex, your, your reflexes, change you're not as as sharp as you used to be well if you think about it insurance companies charge you more uh, the first you know seven eight years that you're a driver because you're still learning the rules of the road and learning how to drive you think they would have the opposite too that is you degraded in your abilities they would charge you more but i think that the answer here is less likely to be a change at the rmv and more likely to be something that could be done via insurance where you know, the insurance companies say, okay, we're going to surcharge you when you get to a certain age, 
um, just based on just based on driving skill degradation. And then if you get retested through us, I got to pull you down there. We're getting too much noise. Uh, if 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 you know you go through us and get retested through us, then we'll take away that surcharge. I think if it's saving people money, it's more likely to get something out of them than forcing them to be retested. Yeah, I I, I could see that. Give or or just give them a discount if they get retested. Mm-hmm. You know, reward them for you know being good rather than finding them for being old. Reward them for take, getting retested. I think they would be more they'd be more accepting of that if you said you know what we'll give you a 20 percent discount if you get retested on the road with a with an instructor not just on a piece of paper but show that you can you know operate a vehicle and and be confident enough and, and have the reflexivity to, to operate under under certain conditions but yesterday was and i get it it's the first snowfall in two years but there, there was i mean Put on your headlights. Most cars actually come with like running lights where they actually turn on when it's dark out. Yeah. And I, I, I would say a good 20% didn't have their lights on. Most people don't re- realize either or don't remember that it's a law in Massachusetts. If your wipers are on, your lights are on. Yeah, it just. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, Tim. All right, you have a good day. Have a good one, bud. And uh, let's take another call here before we have to go to a break. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Sean. make out good? Yeah. Good. All right. Anyways, I don't agree with that guy. The young kids are speeding around. They're causing all the problems. It's not the elderly. It's the young. They're, they drive so fast. They're the ones texting and doing all the bad things. Yeah, I do think I do think that the, the texting is... is probably you know younger generations up to like my age but i do i mean he's right that there are older drivers who don't have the same reflexes that they had and we see it all the time you see all of these crashes that we write about and you find out oh the driver was a you know an 80 something year old person and so there is you know some concern for older drivers but you're right younger drivers need to be more respectful of the road and they need to to kind of um are you kidding What's me? A, you better look into that because they speed. They 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 look into it. They're notorious. They they lose their license for speeding. Yeah, well, I'm not saying that they that it doesn't happen. I'm just saying you can't be dismissive of the fact that elderly drivers are an issue as well. I don't agree that if you if you look into that, I would say I don't have to look into it. I write the stories when the crashes happen. I know, but you didn't get the statistics. Okay, well, I'll call AAA right now, and I'll get I'll get you the statistics for what the yeah, ages are in crashes. Get it for me, because I can. I'll I'll bet you it's young. I'll bet you it's probably just even down the middle. No, they speed. They have a lot of problems. Anyways, um, this guy sounds like he's underwater in bubbles. All right. Well, I don't, I, I don't want to get into digging on callers, but yeah, his his phone no, his I phone is an the issue. Co- the c- coming through is sounding terrible. Mm, all right. Okay. Well, I'm going to let you go because I got some other calls coming in, and I got to take a break. Get, get that statistics, Swami. I'll see please. what I can find out. Bye bye. Bye. All right, uh, caller, hang on. I'm going to put you on hold, but I got to take this break here. We'll be back in just a few moments. And welcome back in. Caller, hang on. We will get to you as soon as we come back from the news because we're about to go into the newsroom. If you want to call in and join in the discussion, 508-996-0500. Who do you think is the bigger problem on the roads? Is it the young people? Is it the older people? Is it everybody? I honestly think it's across the board. We have problems across the board with people driving. uh, And distracted driving is a part of it, of course. 
Um, I have all, always advocated that, you know, people will adjust as new technology comes in. There was a time when people were afraid about having radios in cars. And now look at us. But um, there is a serious amount of people who are just not taking the rules of the road seriously enough. But right now, let's go into the newsroom and get all the headlines of the day with Ariel Dorsey. President Joe Biden today will visit the South Carolina church where nine black worshipers were gunned down by a white supremacist in 2015. Biden will use... Charleston's Mother Emanuel AIM Church as a backdrop to a message about fighting hate and extremism. It's part of the president's efforts to shore, shore up support from black voters whose support is seen as vital in the upcoming election. Congressional leaders are announcing a budget agreement that will keep the government funded through 2024. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Speaker of the House Mike Johnson made a joint announcement of the nearly $1.7 trillion deal on Sunday. Students in Iowa are planning to walk out of class today and march to the state capitol in protest of gun violence. The planned walkout organized by March for Our Lives Iowa comes after a shooting last week at a school in Perry killed a sixth grader and injured several others. The group wants to give a letter to Republican Governor Kim Reynolds and express their unhappiness with Iowa's gun laws. A former House Republican is slamming those who are echoing former President Trump's description of those convicted in the U.S. Capitol riot as hostages. Speaking on CBS's Face the Nation one day after the third anniversary of the riot, Liz Cheney said it's outrageous, disgusting, and a disgrace to use words such as January 6th hostages for prisoners who either pled guilty or were convicted for their role in the riot. The number of reported hate crimes is up in America's 10 largest cities. The Center for the Study of Hate and Extremism at California State University reported last week that 2023 saw an increase of almost 13%, largely because of anti-Jewish and anti-Muslim attacks related to the ongoing war between Israel and Hamas. Christopher Nolan is this year's Golden Globes winner for Best Picture for a Motion Picture. Nolan accepted the award on behalf of the cast and crew of Oppenheimer. In sports, the Celtics could be without a couple of starters for tonight's rematch against the Indiana Pacers at Gainbridge Fieldhouse. Jason Tatum and Kristaps Porzingis are listed on the injury report as questionable. Tatum is managing a left ankle sprain and Porzingis is dealing with right eye irritation. Sam Hauser is also questionable with a right shoulder injury. The Jets are celebrating a victory over the Patriots for the first time since 2015 after earning a 17-3 win in the season finale at Gillette Stadium. Bailey Zappi completed 12 of his 30 pass attempts for 88 yards and was picked off twice. Ezekiel Elliott ran for 55 yards and caught five passes for 27 yards. And Chad Ryland provided all of the scoring after converting a 30-yard field goal. New England ends the season last in the AFC at 4-13 and and has a third overall pick in the 2024 NFL Draft. And the Bruins have won five of their last six entering the first game of a four-game road trip. The Black and Gold will visit Ball Arena for tonight's battle against the Colorado Avalanche. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. 
Happy Monday, everybody. The sun is back after that powerful snowstorm for many. And no snow for others. Locally, we received between one and three inches. But across the city of Providence, we received around 5.6 inches. And to the north, close to 20 inches along the North Shore in Massachusetts. Meanwhile, for this morning, sunny skies, the temperatures will be on the cold side, feeling like in the teens as we await the next powerful storm with wind and rain Tuesday night until Wednesday. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. This morning in the 7 o'clock hour, we're going to be joined by Manny, the money man, Resendiz of Euclid Financial. We're going to be celebrating Money Monday, the first Money Monday of 2024. And we're going to talk about some of you this year might be thinking about retiring. Or saying, hey, you know what? I know it wasn't much snow, but I'm done with all of this stuff. I'm ready to retire and head down to Florida. Whatever it may be, we'll talk about all of that with Manny coming up in uh, right after the 7 o'clock news. And then later on in the 8 o'clock hour, we'll turn on the light with Jack Spillane of New Bedford Light. And, of course, uh, Jack will be in for me on the 19th, filling in for me that day. And then Brian Thomas will be here the following Monday on the 22nd. And then we'll see if I need more time off after that. We'll 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 see uh, how much time I got to miss with this surgery I have coming up. But we'll... Um, will thankfully be in good hands, whether it's with Jack, with Brian. So uh, you'll be able to hear some different voices here in the morning. But I want to hear your voice at 508-996-0500. Speaking of different voices, there may be some different voices in the Patriots locker room coming up. And we know that it was reported by multiple outlets yesterday that Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick are going to be having an end-of-the-season meeting this week. I don't think that's uh, breaking news. That would have happened no matter what. But what's the plan here going forward? Do you think that the Patriots should cut ties with Bill Belichick? Do you think that they should allow him to stay and try to get those remaining wins he needs to be the, the winningest coach of all time? Should they allow him to get that here in New England? I really honestly think... This is, this is my gut feeling of how this is going to go. Is they're going to have this meeting. Robert Kraft is going to say to Bill Belichick, what is your plan for 2024 and beyond? 
Belichick will lay out the plan. Kraft will say, well, here's what I think didn't work. How do you plan to address that? And if what Belichick says sounds like the right move in Kraft's eyes, then they can probably work out a way to keep Belichick here. But I think you're going to have to have Bill make concessions, and I don't know that he's the kind of guy that's going to be willing to make those concessions. Does he want to go start over somewhere else because they'll give him full control, or will he stay here and agree to take a step back from, say, personnel duties? Still have a say but work with someone else on it. You know, he he has far more unilateral say in personnel matters than he did in the past. Now, granted, he always had the final say, but he trusted working with people like Scott Pioli and Nick Casario and these people a lot more than he does with the folks that are in the front office now. And I think if you give him a strong GM to work alongside of him. And it's got to be Kraft's choice, not Belichick's choice. Then I think you've got a few more years that you can squeeze out of this. He's also going to have to change a bit of his style. And I'm not saying that he suddenly has to become, you know, warm and fuzzy with the media. But he needs to... take a different tact in the way that he coaches the players. Things have just changed. The league has changed. The type of player that's coming in has changed. The Patriot way may not be the best way anymore. That doesn't mean you have to suddenly let the the players run everything. But there just has to be a little bit of a different approach. And I think you will see if Belichick can agree to some of those things, he'll stick around. Because I think Robert Kraft isn't ready to step down. If he was ready to step down and and, and retire and turn everything over to Jonathan, then I think he would have no problem bringing down the hammer on Bill Belichick and saying, you know what, it's just not working anymore. See you later. But I think he doesn't want his legacy to be the guy who let Tom Brady go and let Bill Belichick go. I think he'll probably see a determined amount of time of how long he'll stick around and how long Bill can stick around with him. And I could be totally wrong, and he could be fired today. I don't know that he would be just released, just let go. I think they would explore a trade. They would see if he has any trade value. Well, they must know at this point. The other the, the downside of that though is if you if you hang on to him to try to look for trades for a week or two, then you're also costing him other jobs that will be filled quickly. So he might decide, you know what? I'd rather just go look than wait around. But this is 24 years in the making. 24 years where the Patriots haven't had to go through this process. 
assuming that they haven't questioned his leadership in the past. So it's kind of unfamiliar ground for a lot of the people in the organization. You know, how many of those people that are there now were around and part of the organization at such an involved level when Bill Belichick was hired? So it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. It'll be interesting to see how much the media gets it right as well. 508-996-0500. I've got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. If you want to call in and chime in, you can also send in app chat messages via the WBSM app. Coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, right after the 7 o'clock news, it'll be Money Monday with Manny the Money Man Resendez of Euclid Financial. We will talk about retirement and other financial issues and take your calls too at 508-996-0500. Then in the 8 o'clock hour, we should be joined by Jack Spillane of New Bedford Light to turn on the light. And he has a, a lengthy column this week based on what he talked about with us last week uh, regarding the lack of discussion about the star store in the inaugural speech, the fact that the governor was here and didn't even mention it and that it just kind of got a brief mention in Mayor Mitchell's inaugural address. So one of the biggest issues to face downtown New Bedford, especially the art scene in downtown New Bedford, which the governor addressed and talked about but yet didn't bring in this aspect of it so uh, you can check that out at newbedfordlight.org we also have plenty of room for you to call in with whatever is on your mind at 508-996-0500 but the the first call of the morning brought up the way that people were driving in the snow and i saw all kinds of photos and videos posted on social media Yesterday, you know, a lot of the ones were coming from outside the area early in the morning, early in the day, because it wasn't snowing here. We got pretty much exclusively rain until around noontime. And then that last band that came through switched over to snow, and at times it was falling pretty rapidly. And then you saw people that suddenly just forgot how to drive in the snow getting stuck in the road, cutting off all their cars, 
So the caller called in with the idea of there should be retesting for older drivers. That there should be a point where eventually you have to go and take a road test again. How would you feel about that? I think the biggest thing people would have is apprehension about it because they know that their eyesight deteriorates, their reflex deteriorates. And they don't want to run the risk of not being able to drive anymore. But would you go and get retested if it meant you would save money on your insurance and that there wasn't a risk of taking your license away? I mean, I think even just starting with, and I know the caller disagreed with me on this, but even just starting with a series of questions that you have to answer every, what's it? How long is the license renewal for? Four years? I don't know. I just renewed my license on Thursday, but I have no idea. So maybe every third renewal or a second renewal, you know, every other renewal, whatever we decide that it would be. You have to answer a series of questions because at least those questions could be reminders of things that you might have forgotten or, or that are problems that people get into that they forget, like turning your lights on when your wipers are on. People forget that that's a law that was passed a few years ago. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hi, good morning. Morning. I, I was very lucky. I didn't get hit by nobody, uh, a, a car or nothing, because I had to go out walking. <laughs> the sidewalk was terrible. And, uh, yeah, I, I got to admit, we don't know how to drive in this weather. We don't get this weather very often. Certainly, it's been a, it's been a while brother, since we've had it, yeah. We've had it, yeah. Yeah, my brother-in-law, until... The storm, he hadn't plowed snow in 30 months. So, give you an indication of plowable snow. And uh, I'm just glad I didn't hear no uh, terrible reports. Now, with school and everything, my concern is the children. I mean, right now, at this time of day, uh, it's dark outside, really. Our visibility isn't very good, and we got icy conditions where I'm at. Mm-hmm. It's not a good follow-up for a happy news story about children walking to school. And the temperature is, God forbid, below 30. So, you know, there's a lot of things we got to consider besides driving. I, w- I would think of driving defensively. If that's your mindset, you probably won't get into too much trouble. But if you think you're in a hurry... To get through that yellow light, to catch the next yellow light, and so on and so forth. That's dangerous no matter what kind of weather it is. I think it's a mindset. It is. I mean, I would just look at how many people cut, cut other people off by pulling out in front of them when you could have just waited 10 seconds and gone behind them. Every insurance claim I ever had was based on what you just said. Okay, it was very avoidable. Could have been avoidable. But uh, it's a mindset. I, I would think that insurance companies would issue a statement during a snow emergency. If you are using your cell phone on top of all the things that are, that are requested, you to navigate a storm. 
you can uh, lose your license, period. Because that's just ignorant. Well, who the hell would use a cell phone in this kind of weather we had yesterday while they're driving? Driving in blinding conditions inch per hour. I got, I would say that people that are that inconsiderate could be told to stay home. No car. Rely on public transportation for your own safety and ours. But getting back to the initial subject the man brought up was absolutely correct. I agree with him 100%. I think if we drive defensively, mindset, our children will be safe this morning going to school. I think so. Well, thank you for the call. You have a good thank day. You. And uh, and that is certainly something to be watchful of if you were out there on the road this morning, not only for the other cars, but also for the kids. Because, like I said earlier, there doesn't seem to be a lot of closings, not a lot of delays, which is good. There's no need for it. The roads are pretty pretty well cleared, but that means that you're also going to have kids that are walking to school and, and be aware of that. Going to take a break here. We'll be back in a few moments. And, you know, this is the kind of day when you deserve to treat yourself, right? You're going to get up. You're going to dig out the car. You're going to get the kids to school. You're going to be on your way to work or maybe on your way back to the house, wherever you might be headed. There's nothing like stopping by Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop to grab a muffin and a latte or a cappuccino or a hot chocolate once you've got the kids in school and once you have got the chaos of the morning under control, you can sit down, relax, catch your breath, or then come back for an after-school snack that will rock your kids' world. Whatever it may be, Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop has it all. Outrageous desserts with a European flair, their famous rice pudding, linguisa and cheese rolls, all of their great sandwiches, which are put out on their fresh baked daily Portuguese bread and pops. You can also get the casserola, the tuna, the chicken salad. You can get it all to bring home and make sandwiches at home as well. Plus muffins like corn, blueberry, and more. It's all at Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop. 506 Bolton Street in New Bedford. What a way to start the day. Stop on by and get yourself something good and then have yourself a good day because you started it off the sunrise way. All right, we are going to take a break. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.